G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, as we wrap up another year of 2020, in the year 2020, isn't it good to be able to reflect on things that have gone through in what has been for so many a difficult year and perhaps to look at some aspirations for what's coming ahead in 2021? And so many of the listeners to this radio program and to this radio ministry know that what happens goes beyond our shores. And so the work of Vision Christian Radio, Vision Christian Media, extends into the South Pacific and into Southeast Asia. And indeed there are sister operations that happen around the world. Well, our absolute pleasure to be able to welcome to 2020 for a quick update on what's happened this year and what's coming for the year ahead, Ian Warby, who is the UCB International Chair and also heads up UCB Asia Pacific. Ian Warby, welcome along to 2020. Very good to be with you, Neil, and uh, thank you for inviting me on, on this last program for the year. It's a privilege and you know to talk about these things because we don't talk enough about what's going on uh, in these mission opportunities and everyone who's ever given a a gift uh, through any of the different appeals that happen through the year well some of that goes to the mission activity reaching out into far-flung islands and I want to ask you because this is one that's been pretty significant this year is the Cook Islands and uh, there's been some real developments in yeah, there has been. Unfortunately, we haven't been able to get out to uh, the Cook Islands or any of the other projects since March this year because of COVID. So we're in communication uh, over Zoom and email and uh, Facebook Messenger and so on. And um, the capital of the Cook Islands is Roatonga. It's about 10,000 people. And that's where we have uh, an operation there in partnership with the local churches uh, unfortunately, our FM antenna uh, has rusted out and we haven't been able to replace it. But in addition to that, uh, as our listeners will be familiar, not only are we involved in radio, but our companion, our close companion to that is to give people the daily devotional, the word for today. And so uh, UCB Asia Pacific has printed 17,000 copies of the word for today, which it's distributing across seven island nations, and one of those island nations is the Cook Islands, which is very remote. It's halfway between Australia and America. Uh, that's right. Getting the geography right in all of that is really important. And the Cook Islands, as you say, it's a archipelago of nations, and uh, there's lots and lots of them, and there's a very long distance between the furthest, uh, you know, far-flung islands and the, and the main island where Rarotonga is. Exactly right. So just up the road, 1,700 kilometres away, uh, is an island which used to be known as Danger Island, yep. but today it's known as uh, Pukapaka Island. Uh, three square kilometres with a population of about 450 people. Uh, living in three villages. And we just got a report uh, just a few days ago to say that uh, boxes of the very popular daily devotional, The Word for Today, arrived. Was, um, and if you go to our, our Facebook page, 
uh, used to be Asia Pacific. You'll see the photos of the locals there uh, sitting around reading the colourful uh, edition, the annual edition of the Word for Today, and even the local uh, police officers and, and women there as they're preparing their food or reading the daily devotional, the Word for Today. So I, I'm absolutely delighted and thrilled. And my hope and my prayer is that next year when we see the COVID travel restrictions uh, ease up, uh, hopefully after March, we'll be able to send a team out there to restore the service in Rawatonga in their capital, but also to begin to plan sending uh, a standalone FM service for these small outer islands. Well, so many will be thrilled to know that there is an island called Danger Island. <laughs> and, uh, you know, your vintage and mine can remember back to that old TV show, uh, The Banana Splits, yeah. and there was always a Danger Island episode. And uh, that's what comes to mind when you say Danger Island. Interestingly, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Because sometimes we think that the daily devotional might follow the arrival of Christian radio broadcasting. But in this case, it's the word for today going beforehand, but we might anticipate that that'll be an, a door opener for, as you say, getting radio on in a really remote place like Danger Island. Well, that's right. And on the back cover, they've got the frequency of the uh, of the services for each country. An interesting uh, bit of information about the Cook Islands is that uh, the London Missionary Society sent out evangelists in the 1850s. And in 1852, an evangelist arrived at Danger Island and they were really struggling to present the locals, many of them were cannibals and so on, uh, with the gospel until the chiefs, uh, two of his family members were raised from the dead. And then after wow. that, they said, tell us more about this this God that you serve, this powerful God that can raise people from the dead. And so that is just amazing. Uh, that was on Wikipedia. I looked it up and I thought, wow. If it's on Wikipedia, it must be true. <laughs> well, you'd like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ian, you actually wear another cap. And I mentioned, uh, you know, this international connection because uh, you're with your servant heart. Uh, you've been elevated to a position called the chairman of UCB International. And it means that you've got these wonderful relationships that are blossoming around the world with leaders. And you already knew most of these leaders anyway, but uh, you're in this role, international. I imagine it's been a tough year for some of those sister outfits in various nations around the world. It has been. About um, eight, eight or so years ago, we decentralized. We used to have our head office in Auckland. But uh, about uh, eight years ago, um, my predecessor, Hal Short, one of the founders, uh, retired. And so we decentralized the operation to what we call the, the uh, UCB hubs, the regional hubs. So we have uh, UCB at Stoke-on-Trent in the United Kingdom looking after all of Europe. And then uh, we are looking here, Vision Christian Media, which is UCB Australia, is the hub for the Asia-Pacific area. Uh, we also have another hub in South Africa looking after the whole subcontinent of Africa, uh, and that happens out of Johannesburg through UCB Africa. Uh, and I actually happen to chair that uh, that organization as well. And then in the Americas, uh, out of Oregon in uh, North America, we have the Dove and uh, Perry Atkinson and his team. They look after all of our interests in the Americas. So... Um, yeah, it's it's been an amazing uh, situation where uh, collectively, whether people are doing Christian television, Christian radio, 
publishing uh, copies of The Word for the Day, of which I think there's 14 million uh, readers every day in uh, many different languages, uh, or the online services, uh, web streaming and, and, and uh, social media activities, it is literally tens of millions of people being impacted through the UCB international family every single day. And listeners will know what impact there is on the personal life that they have, their faith life, because people listening to us right now will have their own impression, oh, I think Christian radio is this or that or the other. Some might even have some critique to offer on that as well. But by and large, Christian radio in the life of individuals is transforming lives, Ian. It really is because it's all about reaching people where they're at. And the wonderful thing about radio as a medium is that it's portable, it's largely affordable. Even today, we're seeing an incredible um, shift in that nearly every person, even the poorest of the poor, I've been literally to villages out in the jungle where there's no main uh, electricity and so on, and you will literally see... Uh, a man or a woman reaching under their grass skirt and pull out a mobile phone. No local reception. But within most mobile phones is an FM receiver. And so we hand out little uh, inexpensive headphone uh, earbuds and then the cable acts as an antenna and then they can tune in to the local service. And we've had pastors saying that uh, it really ministers to them. It encourages them. It inspires them. It gives them... um, information that they can then relay to their congregations and uh, one of their complaints is that they listen all night and then their mobile phone goes flat Uh, so people are literally devouring and hanging off every word every song every scripture that's being shared over the airwaves even in the most remotest of locations so this is all in response to the great commission jesus told us to go out and to preach the gospel and to make disciples and that's what ucb does Uh, as we do here with Vision Christian Radio, and we're doing it through media and through the publication of the daily devotional, The Word for Today. And when you have this very deep motivational thing that you say, you know, as uh, listeners will know, this is what motivates so many Christian believers, this great commission. You know, we're not doing our own thing. We're doing what God has called called us to for his purposes. So, We know that here in Australia, there's some big aspirations for taking forward steps next year. And listeners who were listening into our recent Visionathon will know that there's a plan for 100 new services over this next few years. Is this what's happening around the world? Are this motivation that comes from the Great Commission, is this what's driving the leadership of all of these different nations around the world where UCBs are? Yes, there's absolutely a a rising urgency to do this because... As we look around the world, we see the disruption, we see uh, the lack of hope, the uncertainty, and we realize, we remember the words of Jesus who told us um, that we only have a short opportunity to, to do the work of the Master while it's still daylight because dark times are coming and people are wanting to know what the truth is, what's really going on. And so this is driving us. And so uh, in most of the locations that we're operating, we have a national strategy. First, we'll normally try to secure the, the national capital. 
and then we'll say what are the provincial uh, capitals and we'll establish a radio service in those. So in East Timor, in Timor-Leste, um, we've already had a, a high-powered service in Dili, which is the capital, reaching over 300,000. But we're now establishing every one of the 10 provincial areas with low-powered FM services. And then after that, we'll fill in the gaps between there. So we, we actually have a systematic strategic plan of reaching and covering the entire nation run by locals, for locals, in their own culture and sometimes in their own language because that's the best way to spread the gospel. And so many will be thinking, this sounds like a strategy to cover the whole earth. And I think that's probably still you know, in the heart and mind of leaders all around the world. Some will be saying, how do you pay for all of this? Because reaching out into some nations, very poor nations, clearly they're not going to be able to keep a sustainable presence and make things viable when you want to get a great, you know, professionalised sort of outfit that really does wonderful work. I imagine it's the nations that are doing well that are able to subsidise the smaller nations. Is that the way the funding model works? That's exactly right. Jesus said in the context of going and preaching the gospel, freely, freely you've received, freely, freely give. The Apostle Paul, in his second letter to the uh, church in Corinth, he said... Um, that the the strong should help the weak. And he said, everyone gives what they have, what not what they haven't got. And you don't just allow some people to sit back and take it easy. No, everyone does what they can. And at the end of the day, all the needs are met and the kingdom is advanced. And that's the principle that we use. So through the generous donations that we received uh, and the tithe of that from listeners and readers around this nation, we in turn can go and start and plant a work and we're actually training uh, the locals the same principle. So during the recent Visionathon, we had Zoom meetings where we had locals from Timor-Leste, from the Solomon Islands and from Papua New Guinea and from Nepal all listening in and we took them on a virtual trip around the studios and we had discussions and we were telling them how we share the testimonies of how God is working through Christian media, through the radio and through the word for today. And when people share those testimonies, that, that inspires other people to sow into the work. And so they're replicating. So, so that they're actually just imitating the highly successful model that we have here in Australia. They're doing the same in their nation, in their way, in their culture. And that's how we're doing it. And uh, the other wonderful word for doing that is called discipleship. Yep. So there is a certain sense in which you get a model that works well and uh, people are blessed by that model. And then you try to replicate that into other nations and some of these nations. And so we're uh, in the in the South Pacific, you've got the Cook Islands, there's Fiji, Samoa, Samoa, v- Vanuatu, Papua New Guinea, uh, the Solomons. Uh, then we're up into the Philippines. We have about six high-powered services right across the Philippines. And some of those are in quite hostile locations uh, where uh, the uh, religion of Islam is quite dominant. Uh, also in pockets around Indonesia, uh, down in West Timor, and a little island we're just about to restore a, a high-powered FM service where its radio masts had uh, rusted and fallen in half. And there's uh, hundreds of Christians uh, living within earshot of that FM service. So we're about to, to get that restored. Uh, we're also operating in 
Thailand, we have a Christian media school right up near uh, the border of Myanmar uh, where they are training up young students, uh, average age around 21, and teaching them how to use the video capabilities of a mobile phone to tell the gospel story in their own language, in their own culture, and then putting them up on places like YouTube and uh, WeChat and uh, uh, other social media platforms. And uh, one success story out of that was a couple uh, went from Vietnam, did the course, went back, opened up um, their own operation in communist Vietnam, and they have over a million people watching their little short uh, videos every single day and they know that the the communist party is listening in but they haven't shut them down because many of the communist party's children are strung out on drugs and they're looking for answers and many of them have come to a saving knowledge of Jesus and gotten off the drugs. Wow, this is just amazing and uh, for listeners who are exposed to this for the first time uh, you might be just interested to hear these stories that happen behind the scenes of what's happening, and you might have given a $50 gift at the last Visionathon, and uh, it's right to say, isn't it, Ian, that $5 of that $50 yep. uh, went into UCB International and uh, serving those communities in the Asia-Pacific and uh, helping to make those things happen. You could have put a copy of the Word for the Day into a village leader's hands, and in turn he's sharing the Word of God with the whole village. And I'm sure it's not an easy feat and I'm sure it's not inexpensive to get those copies of the Word for Today onto those really remote islands like Danger Island, 1,700 kilometres away from the main island in the Cook Islands. It's just an amazing thing. And we'll expect to hear some good stories, some good reports, good testimonies, recognising that 2021 could still be a very hard year, but I know you're approaching things with real optimism here, Ian, and no doubt uh, you would love to connect with people who have a special interest in, say, the Cook Islands or any of those South Pacific Islands or Southeast Asia or into the Philippines. Those sorts of people, how do they contact with you and uh, and connect with UCB, Asia Pacific and International? The easiest way is just to go to our website, ucbap.org. UCBAP. AP stands for Asia Pacific. So UCBAP.org. Ian Warby, who is the UCB Asia Pacific Chief, who also wears the cap as chairman of UCB International. Ian, thanks so much for dropping in and giving us an update today on 2020. And let me, as uh, last day of 2020 for the year, let me wish you a happy and holy Christmas with your family. I know you'll be having some family get-togethers. God's richest blessing and all those Zoom meetings that are ahead of you into the new year. Thank you. God bless everyone. And I hope you have a safe and Merry Christmas. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.